Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast. This week brought to you by MeUndies, NatureBox, and Trunk Club. Thanks to our sponsors for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Chris. I'm Josh. I'm John. And I'm Gus. So hopefully Bernie doesn't show up and kick you off again. I know. Gosh, I felt really you know, I didn't, I didn't even get credited in, the, <laughs> on, if you read the, the like, YouTube and the site description, it, it, I'm not you're even mentioned, even though I'm there for, like, ten minutes. You disappear <laughs> entirely. <laughs> so this episode of the podcast is pre-recorded. I should let everyone uh, know that right off the top. We, uh, we are closed for holiday because of Martin Luther King Day. So uh, we are pre-taping this so that everyone doesn't have to come in on their day off and, and help us make dick jokes for an hour and a half. Are we closed on Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, you have, you have Monday off, John. Thank you. I, I pull some strings for you. You're, you, have a, you have a day off. Nice guy, Gus. Yeah. Go home, play some Overwatch. Yeah. You still playing a lot of Overwatch? I play a lot of Overwatch. Actually, I've I've learned, um, I, I love playing competitive Overwatch, even though it is just the most broken thing in the world. Um, but I've learned a new love, which is making custom games in Overwatch, that you make the custom games in Overwatch reflect other video games. Like, you can set the settings so it's very much like COD, where everyone has to play Soldier and... Uh, health is really low, but damage is really low. So it's like how you play in Call of Duty, you die really quickly. Mm-hmm. Or there's like other custom games. So I've I've gotten into playing more fun stuff with Overwatch. I'm having fun with Overwatch. What's guys. your favorite custom game type you've made then? The one that I watched recently, um, that I that I tried out on a stream was uh, this 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 Australian streamer Muselk. Um, he basically went on Eichenwald. Defense is Symmetra. Offense is Genji, and defense sets up sets up turrets everywhere. Okay. And again, you set damage really high and health really low, and the Genjis have to make their way through Eichenwald's like village to the first point without dying from the hidden turrets like zapping them and just instantly killing them. Right. So you see a bunch of like Genji's like Slowly tiptoeing creeping. through like this German uh, town. It's pretty fun. Interesting. I, I, sorry, we're going to talk about Overwatch for a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally distracted. I'm down the rabbit hole. Why doesn't, when I am awesome as D.Va, why does nobody ever vote for me? Wait, D.Va like, doesn't, doesn't get, doesn't get cards or play D.Va the game doesn't very get much. Shit. Yeah. I get, I, I'll get nominated for like at the yeah. end where people vote. Never, no one ever votes. A for good me. diva can easily get four golds, get like top eliminations, top damage, everything like that. But then they just yeah. don't get. I was on Eichenwald the other day. I was diva, same situation. I got four golds at uh, what was it, eighteen uh, consecutive kills. Yeah, twenty-two total yeah. kills. No votes. Um, and, she, and sorry, bad news. She's getting nerfed too, just she, a little bit, a little bit, because she's OP'd right now. She was very weak at launch. Yeah, her shield was kind of. Fucked yeah, they up. fixed her shield, and now she like if a, you have a good diva, they, they can just fuck up everything. Oh shit! All right, Overwatch guys. Y'all play a lot of Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> play a lot of video games, Josh. It's okay. <laughs> no, I do. I mean, I'm playing The Witness right now, actually. Oh. If you, played, if you, if you want to like, bang just, your head on a yeah. desk for like 20 hours. Well, I almost made fun of you for playing The Witness, considering how long it's been since The Witness came out. And yeah. then I remember I just finished my first run through of Skyrim. There you go. Really? So I'm a little behind yeah. as well. Yeah. I'm about to go through my first run through of Dishonored 1 as well. And so, yeah, I'm a little behind. But Witness, yeah. how, how, how horrible of a, of a brain puzzle is that? No, it's good. It's 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 like a game that oscillates really fast between making you feel very smart and making you feel insanely stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've definitely, I think I, I've, I try not to look up how to get past stuff in games, but like I've, I've, I've looked up more in that game, and like it's gotten to a point where as soon as I hit a roadblock, I'm like, nope, and I just go. With it. <laughs> I, yeah, I had a weird thing in that game where uh, normally I don't play my video games very loud, and there's one puzzle like in the hedge maze. Oh, you have to turn it's up the, audio yeah. cues. Yeah, and I was like, I can't figure out what to do. And then that when I looked up, I was like. Oh, I just have to turn my volume up. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just like I'm not hearing mm-hmm. the clues that are telling me where to go in this yeah. maze. There's that's really similar to the Eleven Little Roosters too. There's mm-hmm. there's some audio clues in that as well. 
Ooh. You're not allowed to plug your show it's this out early. Today. It's out today. You're not allowed to plug your show this early. It's like a, it's like we a, just started the podcast. It's like a late night talk show. <laughs> yeah. So what are your tell, tell me about your latest project? Uh, Living Little Roosters. Let's roll the clip. Let's roll the clip. No, it is rude because the, as playing that game, a game actually gave me more ideas for what I could have done. Hmm. So I, I almost wish I had played it like two months ago <laughs> uh, when it apparently was already out. As you say, it's been out for quite a while. I think it came out almost yeah. a year ago, maybe. Yeah, it's pretty old. Mm -hmm. I, I remember. Uh, Alana did geeking out about it on Twitter like before RTX. It's up for a lot of people's game of the year, so I assume it was a 2016. It game. was 2016. It was early maybe 20, like yeah. January or yeah. something. I think in January, yeah. Okay. Do you think by the time this is out, people will have solved the puzzles for the first episode? When's the part of airs at 7 30. Yeah, this so we're this is about 7 35 right now. Okay. So ten it came out at 10 a.m. So that's what, like nine, nine and, and a half hours? hours? Yeah, yeah they solved it. I hope so. There's one puzzle in the pilot I think is pretty is pretty tough, but uh, other than that, I think people I think people have at least gotten four out of five of it, the things. It was a long episode. It's yeah, it's like a good 15, 16 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I, I didn't realize that the episodes were going to be that long, but it doesn't feel well, only the pilot's that long. Okay, okay. The rest of them are hover around ten minutes. It doesn't it doesn't drag. It didn't feel like a, like a fifteen minute commitment. Thank you. I love that a 15 minute commitment is like it has the potential of dragging for you. I just went and saw well, Silence last night and this three hour long movie. <laughs> 15 minutes is a long time on the internet. Yeah. I don't know. Not for me anymore. I watch mo most of my content on YouTube and I watch long content. What's the last long thing you watched on YouTube? Um, I probably watched something on Red Letter Media. I mean, they have long podcasts and, and shows in there that range over over 20 minutes each. Oh, wait, you're right. Shit, this is on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this, and this is also long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, lots of times whenever I'm like, we were, we were talking about this before the podcast started. Whenever like I'm sitting around, if I'm using my laptop or you know just, uh, browsing the internet, I'll, I'll turn my TV on and just put something on. And I feel like lately, speed is on all the time. I think it's on IFC. It's just like anytime I turn my TV on, it's like, oh, cool, speed's on IFC. And you leave it on. And I leave it on. I'll turn it on, even though I've seen speed maybe a hundred times by this point. And uh, I'll just like, oh, cool. That's like, like a comfort thing. I'll just turn it on and just leave it uh, you going. You sound like you don't like speed. Do you not like speed? No, I like speed. I'm actually a diehard Keanu fan. There like, always like. That was a great era, too. Yeah, that was, was like and, six and, uh, years. It's, it's a very, I just thought it was very odd that. I, for me, there's so much stuff that I need to watch and that I want to watch, and there's so many movies that I need to get to, and so many Netflix series. I don't really put very much stuff on just for this, like as far as TV shows, just for the sake of background. That's again, like we were talking about YouTube is what I do that for. But at speed, just seems like a very hot movie just to keep watching well, over and over there's, again. There's, there's so much garbage. Like you go through like like TV channels, and it's like I have I, who knows I've got like 1,500 channels or something ridiculous, right? right? About it, and it's like oh, this is all garbage. Like if uh, there's there's like whole networks devoted to shit I don't want to see, like like, like uh, HGTV. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to watch someone buy a house, and then like gut it to try to flip it, and then oh shit, we <laughs> have to replace life. the wall. You don't want to watch like, about you want to yeah. watch about tiny homes. You want to watch? No, I lived in a tiny home. I don't want to fucking ever look at a tiny home again. The last house I lived in before I moved was like 750 square feet. I'm never doing that That's again. That's big compared to the tiny homes. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. It's like, and that was a nightmare. So I'm not going to watch it. People like, yeah, we want to simplify it. We want to get really down. No, With our fuck six you. children. Fuck you. <laughs> Live like a normal person. But there's like these whole networks. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll, I'll find one every now and then. Like, what was it? The other day I was flipping. It's like, oh. There's a cooking channel that's different than the food channel. Yeah. 
Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, I, we, there's once, an interview for a guy that came in one time and he was talking about how like he works for the network that owns both. They own uh, the network owns both those channels. Of course, it's they grow the food in one channel and they cook <laughs> no, no, it on the other channel. Of, you're thinking of the agriculture channel. <laughs> No, there's not an agriculture. <laughs> Watch corn grow for the next eight hours. <laughs> that would do well. I PA'd on a, 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 I think it was the cooking channel. They had a 4th of July special here in Texas, and I PA'd on This was like six years ago or something. And um, you just like get to see all the inner workings of those sh- reality-type shows, like where they, they cook all the food first, which is not the person cooking. It's like a bunch of chefs in a thing, and they bring it out and present it to like a family. And then they actually, to get a nice sheen on it, they sprayed it with bug spray. Mm-hmm. Oh. So these like these shiny burgers that looked great, but would probably kill, kill you, you if yeah. you ate them. <laughs> and then the next day, they filmed all the shopping for ingredient stuff. Mm. So well, that was very... um, one of my former jobs. I worked for a company that owned, uh, like an umbrella company, owned a bunch of restaurant franchises, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I worked for their marketing department. And one of my jobs was we'd go out and take photos for the menu and we would do tricks like that all the time use oil instead of water to get like droplets on stuff we would uh use mashed potatoes instead of ice cream because it would just melt yeah Yeah. i think photographing food is really difficult it's it's Mm -hmm. really easy to photograph food and make it look disgusting yeah like i would go to like some mom and pop restaurants where they're like put pictures of the food in the menu it's like Oh, I don't, I don't want to eat that. Why would you show me that? Like, this is what you think yeah. would make people want to order it? McDonald's Canada put out some uh, really cool videos a while back. I think they were trying to do some, like, Goodwill, like, transparency stuff. And they showed from, I mean, for the most part, from start to finish, the process of taking a photo of one of their burgers and even, like, the final Photoshopping of what they do and, like, watching the guy place like pickles and stuff with tweezers and like take a blowtorch to just slightly melt the cheese so it it mm-hmm. lilted over the edge it was like that level thing and then they set it down in this this little this little box where they take the photo and it's got like 10 lights on it that all go off you know for with the strobe and everything like that it was it was an amazing thing to watch but um yeah that's what it takes to make that mcdonald's burger and fries look the way and that's do. someone's it, job it, too yeah. like if you've ever been on like those sets it's like that is one person like and they food do wrangler. that yeah they do that on all the sets did you say hamburglar what did you say i said food, food wrangler. wrangler but, but hamburglar is better from now on <laughs> <laughs> um also we also used uh mashed potatoes as ice cream on the 11 little roosters i should point there out. you go it's not a, that episode's not so out that's yet. a spoiler that's not yeah. the first episode it's, it's not the first episode <laughs> yeah. There, there, yeah there was uh, there were times where in later episodes, there's like food on set. And then I, I was getting so hungry in one of the scenes I was filming, <laughs> I just kept going and eating the food. And the food wrangler was like, you got to stop eating those. Like, there's less in here than there was in the earlier shots. I was like, I can't stop. <laughs> well, that's all. That's also sometimes a bummer when um, if you're on, I've, I've been on stuff where you're on set and you have to eat and the food isn't like, it doesn't stay warm for forever. No, it it's never yeah. good. It's not good, <laughs> but you have to keep it. Or like when uh, we did the uh, the dog killer short. Oh, yeah. And you had to eat that meat concoction that they made. And yeah. we did the take like eight times. That was better than Ashley Fattison. That, oh, Ashley yeah. Fattison, I had to eat like five hamburgers. I was, on, I, was, I was doing butt buddies at the same time, so I had to like spit it all out. But it was like <laughs> shoving half a burger in my mouth and then spitting it all out and doing it again. When, when we filmed years ago, when we were down in the Congress studio, we filmed that short about the interdimensional taco or the interdimensional sandwich. Oh, yeah. Food war? Yeah, you take a bite war. out of it. And yeah, well, I I had to film. We filmed for about eight hours and I had this sandwich that had been sitting out for eight hours with ma- like covered in mayonnaise. And I would take a bite out of it and pretend I was eating it. Then as soon as they cut, there was a trash can like yeah. right Ugh. by me. I would just like spit it all out. Like this is the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten. Hmm. But the worst was the... Uh, the food immersion where yeah, they took us was... out to drink and oh, yeah. made us eat at the fucking crack That sounds what, what about that time that one guy made you 
cover yourself in mayonnaise. Oh, that was bad. I kept finding mayonnaise in like like the little crevices <laughs> of my ear. Like I thought I could, no matter how many times I cleaned myself, there was mayonnaise somewhere. But it was great for my hair. Oh yeah? Yeah, my hair was so shiny. It's it's yeah, it's got a lot of good proteins for it. Lustrous, yeah. Well then, you're welcome. Yeah, I might, I, I, I might put a little more mayonnaise. My hair's a little dry right now because it's winter. Might put a little more mayonnaise on there. Well, you got to moisturize, dude. Yeah, with mayonnaise. <laughs> well, there's other products, but sure, if you <laughs> mayonnaise work great. I found something that works. Could you imagine going like you go, go to someone's shower and then they just have a jar of mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> I would well, imagine your a, bathroom, Chris. They've got okay? a little fridge that just holds a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> Actually, for as much of a crazy person as you are, Chris. Your kitchen at your house is one of the most neat and like tidy kitchens. I'm a very kitchens. clean person. That's what I'm saying. You're a cra- like you literally had to change a shirt a second ago because you had a stain on well, it. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. That was because there was a huge stain on my nipple. Yeah, but like you like you walked all the way out of your house and had a whole stain and didn't realize until just now you had a stain. But and you're also just nuts in so many ways. But your house is very tidy. At least your kitchen. I haven't really yeah, ventured no, into your bedroom I very much. Clean. I would yeah. love to see what's in your cupboards and what's in your refrigerator. Mm, okay. Oh, I don't know about the food. Yeah, talking about you and your food, I don't even know. Just, just because I'm thinking about the uh, cooking fish. Oh, wait, okay. So I got made fun of recently for something in my cupboard, and I want to ask three other gentlemen, okay. manly men, about this. So I had to move apartments within my complex because they did tests, and it f- turns out that my building's foundation was moving. Mm. So it was unsound. They had to move me. And so they were going to pay for the movers to come and move all the boxes. I just had to put everything into boxes. And so I had a couple of guys come over. I had Andy, and I had Lynn, Aaron's brother, come over, and I had Tyler come over to help me do the last bit, take apart beds and stuff. And um, Andy and Tyler were putting my kitchen stuff in boxes and I was in my bedroom trying to take apart my bed and they start laughing about something. I go out there and they're making fun of how many spices I had. I had like a whole bunch of spices that I used for cooking. And how many like spices? That. Probably a good like over a dozen different spices if not like... Under 20? It's getting close to there. Okay. I mean that doesn't seem outrageous. But they were like making like that would like they were they were attempting to to chip away at my masculinity Via because spice you discrimination, no, yeah, that's that's dumb. No, yeah. you're, okay. you're in the right. Yeah, okay, yeah. thank yeah. you. As long as it's, as long as we're not talking like a hundred spices. No. Okay. Yeah. But I told I tried to I tried to explain to them like that those spices are the reason why like like they're they're part of how I've gotten healthy is that you have to cook for yourself mm-hmm. and you have to get very like you know creative with what you cook in order to make it tasty. Lemon you know? pepper, huh? Lemon pepper, man. Love yeah. me some lemon pepper. That's, that's yeah. like that's about all I use. It's just like. <laughs> You know, this could use a little bit of lemon and a little bit of pepper. I made fish the other night, Chris. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Lemon pepper? What, what, nope. what, dressing did, <laughs> what dressing did you use? <laughs> I forgot the dressing. I forgot it. Um, I just used, you know, oil and salt and pepper, basically. Okay. <laughs> what kind of fish was it? Uh, tilapia. See? He can name fish. <laughs> I actually used to work for the one of the restaurants we owned was a fish restaurant. Is so white I fish a, fish a lot of fish? Or is that just I a think, color of fish? I think fish? it is a type of fish. Like, you, like many different species of fish. Fish fit <laughs> under the white fish umbrella. It's also a term I think they use. So then, to, is to... tuna pink fish? <laughs> no, I don't not. think pink fish is a thing. But if pink fish was a thing, I think it w- tuna would be pink. Okay, <laughs> all right. I think white fish is stuff I'm like cod, to, tilapia. I, yeah, yeah. I think this is a good time to plug Chris's new show. Chris talks fish. That's <laughs> a shame. Talk, I think this talking is, fish. I think this is, this is what you would find if you went to Chris's house. You would have his fish, and they'd be labeled like pink, pink fish, white fish, 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 blue fish. It's a shame. Fish. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> His pink fish drawer and his white fish drawer. It's a shame Blue Apron's not a sponsor today. You missed out. <laughs> well, it's just thinking about like ordering sushi, you know? It's like yeah. white fish and then that's the only, I don't know. White What's your fish? favorite kind of sushi, Chris? Um, I, uh, tuna, I, the ones with the avocado. 
The ones with avocado. Yeah. Yeah. Like avocado sushi. Sure. Yeah. Well, I don't have a favorite. Okay. The crunchy ones, maybe. The crunch, the crunchy avocado ones with, on uh, rice. The little crunchies on top. No, he didn't say rice. Okay. Oh, no, rice. Oh, I like rice. <laughs> I like rice. Okay, good. So you we got avocado sashimi. <laughs> <laughs> just thinly sliced avocado I, with I saw that on the menu I saw like vegetarian sashimi I was like what the fuck is this the, uh, yeah. Patrick you is, know what I just found Patrick's slacking me real fast before you get to that just to oh. rewind a bit Patrick's slacking me that uh, there's a farm bureau channel that the shows include live market reports live agriculture rural news and uh, commodities reports featuring grains cattle and pork markets wow so I guess like if you're a farmer or involved in the agriculture industry that would be very useful is that like the weather channel for farmers it seems although i'm like sure it. that farmers use weather channel as well no no this is more specialized <laughs> yeah. hmm. um i just found out that white rice isn't as good as for you as, uh, blew your mind rice. the other day we were talking about that <laughs> you just found that out yeah it really made me mad <laughs> like why, I, why did it make you mad i Chris? thought rice was healthy it's, it, I mean, it's a grain and, and we do need grains. I know, but system. I thought it was like rice was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a rice bowl versus like a burrito with bread wrapped around it. Like I was like, bread's supposed to be bad for you, right? And then I was like, rice is supposed to be good for you by that logic, right? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, 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 the l- rice you like is bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> and that just made me, I like. Oh, you gotta do switch to brown rice. I don't like brown rice. Okay. I mean, it's okay, but like white rice is so much better. I mean, in, in, in moderation, white rice is fine. Okay. So to follow that logic, just so long as it's not bread, it's good for you. Is that what you're saying? Right. I mean, like, oh. since bread is bad, rice is good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Therefore. <laughs> well, but it's like, it's always like the, the healthier alternative is to have like rice stuff. You like mean at restaurants? You mean at like restaurants? Sushi, I thought was supposed to be healthy for you. It's, which there, is a lot there of rice. Are, there's a lot and of it's health, white rice. Yep. You can eat sashimi. Yeah. Yeah. There's but, a lot of health involved with sushi and that kind of thing. But is, is not a lot of that have to do with portions, though, too? Like has to do with portions. It has to also do with... Um, I did a lot of research into actually, like, Japanese, like, dining <laughs> as to why it's gotten the connotation of being healthy. And the truth is, it's not really that much healthy, and a lot of it has to do with a lot of excessive uh, uh, carbs, like white rice, as well as a lot of sodium. But what is healthy about that diet is how varietous the food is and how many different ingredients go into meals and, and the food you eat there, and that a lot of nutrition to say that we should diversify what we eat a lot more and have a lot of different ingredients mm-hmm. in our food. It's also um, expensive, so people eat less. <laughs> yeah, they say that Cheeseburgers have lots of ingredients. They, they do. Meat, cheese, pickles, <laughs> lettuce, tomato, onion, bread. Oh, shit. Yep, no. not, you need a rice. <laughs> you need a rice, rice, rice? Yeah. Dude, oh, that actually sounds good. Rice patty. Do they have those for burgers? Is that a thing? I know they have lettuce wraps. Like a rice bun? Yeah. I'm sure they do. Why, why not? Yeah, why rice not? Bread. Make yeah sure, why not? Uh, they, the, the last time... I was in Tokyo. I spent about a week there, uh, and I think I lost about ten pounds yeah. in that week. But it also, I was also walking about ten miles every day. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a lot more walking and physical activity. Like here in Austin, you know, I live half a mile from like a pharmacy, and if I want to go get something, it's like I'm gonna get in the car. Like there's yeah. there's <laughs> no way you can convince me to walk that half a mile. I would uh, like, but when I'm out of town, you know, anywhere, I'll be like, oh yeah, no problem. I'm gonna. There's a restaurant a mile away I want to eat at. I'm I'm going to walk there. Yeah. I think it's cuz it's like you be, you've been around your area. You don't need to like there's not the fun of exploring. Mm. Like when you're traveling, you're like I'm going to go see what I find. Yeah. I think I also I also hate just walking like in my neighborhood, I'm just in like a like a suburban area and I hate just walking around like boring old suburban areas, but like when I went to London this last year, like walking around a downtown bustling place is interesting. There's a lot of stimuli going on around you. And so I, I enjoy that a lot more. I don't, I, so I've been, I went to Japan nine years ago and I don't remember the food actually being that healthy. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I'm totally 
missing. That's the, what I'm saying. Right is that it's, it's, it's a common misconception that Japanese food and like they eat so much healthier. They don't. They, they got find I, I ate a lot of about the white rice. Yeah, <laughs> I ate a lot of fried pork cutlets mm. with egg on top of them, mm. which doesn't seem that that healthy. Healthy. And then I also ate at this place called Mr. Donut a lot. If you're, I don't know if it's still <laughs> there. I've never been to Mr. Donut. But it's like if in you kept, Japan. Yeah, if you kept going to Mr. Donut, you you would get toys. Like every time you'd go back, they had like a point program. It's like if you got three donuts. It was I don't remember the exact equation, but it was like after four visits, you could get like a little tote bag and all these things. It was very uh. Well, I hate to break it, but donuts aren't Japanese food necessarily. <laughs> Man, the bag was oh, really Mr. Cute. Donut, there it is. They're uh, they're all over it. Yeah, it's great. When Such I was great in incentive, when I was in uh, Seoul uh, a couple months ago, like the week before I went, I read that in Korea, Krispy Kreme was having special promotional Pokemon donuts, and I was like, oh, I'm definitely gonna. Did you get one? Gonna go there? I absolutely did. They had you could get like a, a dozen donuts, and the, some of the donuts were. There were Pikachu donuts, uh, Pokemon, Pokeball donuts, and I think the other one was Bulbasaur uh, donuts. You can get them all. They were really. I'll, I'll send a. Did they take photo the, 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 the Pokeball donuts and put like eyes on them and say, we got Voltorb too? That's what I was saying. It's like, that's such an easy one. They just yeah. all they need is eyes. Yeah. Stick some magnets on the donuts, say they're Magnemite. They did not. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are getting a little too deep for me. Uh, <laughs> getting too deep. Oh, there they are. Oh, look at them. Uh, what is your. What is, when you go to the donut shop, what's your donut of choice, Gus? Uh, I like eclairs or like anything that's like stuffed with like a chocolate cream or even a custard of some kind what about you boys man i you know i like cinnamon stuff um and you know um sprinkles yeah (laughs) what was the hand motion that was i don't know (laughs) he was watching the sprinkles (laughs) yeah i was in my head envisioning like the the making of donuts i think making donuts would be fun you ever made donuts not personally. It's actually kind of fun. I guess. <laughs> I don't know how else you'd make them other than. Yeah, I was gonna, like, yeah. what, other, what other way besides <laughs> personally? I've, li- I've vicariously made donuts <laughs> through my father-in-law. Um, is, is uh, anybody else still say time to make the donuts or am I the only old man around here? No, I know that. I don't, don't know, say I, it, but I know what you're I don't referencing. Know, I don't know. What I it say it all the time. Yeah. What's I, the I got, uh, do we have um, the other thing? The Apple TV? Do we have that? So I found my I found my photo. I'm very photogenic. A photo of what? Oh, <laughs> oh there you go. <laughs> You're so happy. <laughs> I was very happy because I was just like walking through a mall. Like I wasn't looking for the Krispy Kreme at the time, and there was just like, "There's a Krispy Kreme in the mall." That's funny. They're so far ahead of us. Yeah. With their with their. Are mall they? Technology. Did we not do that here? No, the the uh, Pokemon donuts were only in Korea. That's unfortunate. Why? I don't know. This seems. Like a huge. I you don't seem know. really distressed. Well, it that. just seems dumb. That yeah. was their exclusive. So, like the other, the other countries got an actual Pokemon at Pokemon Go, and and Korea got. We got we got smoothies at Starbucks. It's Pokemon smoothies at Starbucks. Really? Yeah. yeah. Pokemon Go tried to like all... made this like a uh, collaboration with Starbucks that was like there's a Pokemon smoothie. Well, I guess I missed that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, and every every Starbucks is a um a Pokemon Pokemon stop. Yeah. yeah. When I heard yeah. Are you still playing, Chris? You were like the only person. Everyone else I know. I played very very casually. Caught a hit on me yesterday. Yeah, as like, opposed to those hardcore Pokemon Go players. I <laughs> no, no. I mean, somebody, like <laughs> I don't play competitive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's like mean, I'm not like going out and 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 like I'm gonna go catch Pokemon and go to the capital or something and wonder. It's like if I'm sitting around, I'm waiting. I'll check in and just like you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you did that phase too, right? I did. I, I, did, I did. I did the hardcore phase, right? The, I did that for about the two pro. weeks. I did go right pro. For started. It. You did go yeah. pro. Um, it was crazy. I mean, downtown. It yeah. was like there would be literally there were three hundred people downtown at Zilker one night at like eleven p.m. It mm. was just it was nuts. Yeah, yeah it was to a point where during the height of that, Bernie and I had gone to San Francisco, and uh, we were there visiting uh, this company, and the company had sent a car to pick us up, and we got off the plane, we made our driver, and he's taking us to where we're staying at the hotel. 
And then, you know, I guess we're, we're talking about Pokemon Go and the driver's like, oh, you like Pokemon Go? And like, yeah, we're playing. He goes, you all have a few minutes to spare? I can take you to like some of the popular spots on, in San Francisco. You can stop before you go to your hotel. <laughs> we're like, sure, why not? So he like <laughs> took us on a Pokemon tour around San Francisco, like stopping. And every place we stopped, there'd be like hundreds of people. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you know, you can, you can catch whatever here. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, it was, it was, it was huge. Just, yeah. And now it's just Chris. And now, now it's just Chris. <laughs> I play. Here, let me, let me read this thing right here. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. Picture a world where putting on a new pair of underwear isn't just fresh, you're stepping into a better day. Think about it. Underwear is the first thing you put on and the last thing you take off. Why would you settle for anything less than the best feeling underwear on the planet? Our friends at MeUndies sent me a few pairs a while back and now I can't imagine wearing anything else. It really makes each day that much better. For the price of two cocktails, MeUndies will deliver your new favorite pair of underwear right to your doorstep. Better day guaranteed. And for a limited time, everyone in our audience gets 20% off the first order, but you have to go to our special URL, meundies.com slash roosterteeth. With the MeUndies Better Day Guarantee, you have nothing to lose, so don't wait any longer. Go to meundies.com slash roosterteeth right now for 20% off your first order. That's meundies.com slash roosterteeth. Thank you, MeUndies, for making great underwear. I have an underwear question. Okay, hit me. Has anybody here ever <clears throat> run out of clean underwear and then just gone and bought more? Before cleaning the underwear, no, no, but I, I do I, have like the the dregs of the underwear were like oh like the, your your like your last yeah, line yeah of it's like you shouldn't they, like there's no elasticity <laughs> it's, it's it's like the gaslight coming on in your yeah. car it's like you are you are in trouble you need to fix this right now or it's like I'm like I have to, I have to wear a belt with my. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's no less. There is. There's like, like a tier of like what your like your favorite underwear that's like your newest underwear and hugs you nicely and everything. I mean, are you briefs? As of this last year, really? Well, you graduated? Well, what box, were you before? Yeah, like uh, I just wore boxers, and now I'm more like boxer briefs. Boxer briefs, briefs, yeah, yeah. Boxer briefs, boxer briefs, yeah. Boxer, boxer briefs, yeah. yeah. As Actually, every every gentleman. I just did be. a I just did an underwear purge like a week ago. Mm. Got rid of a bunch of stuff. Um, did you I donate them? I did. I donated. <laughs> I donated them to Chris. Um, <laughs> I, well, it's, it's new to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the it's I have I don't have like a last resort underwear, but I do have these these really hideous board shorts, and that's like when I know I have to do lot. Like when I've run out of everything else, I have these really <laughs> ugly shorts, and I wore them to work one day because I had nothing else. And even Bernie, like without any context, was like, "Oh, those are ugly as hell." And I, was like, <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> oh, wait, so you not only like <clears throat> pick, take these out to wear them when you don't have. Like I was thinking, like you wear them to take your clothes to the laundry. I do. You wore them to work, though. Yeah, because <laughs> I did laundry that day. But it was—it's a good like. There's a washing machine here. Yeah, I also don't like when I get fat, which is right now, uh, which is sad because when I lose, I lost my beard. Now you can see all this like this fat kind of hanging on my. I got to do this every morning to keep it tight. Um, the I also don't buy new clothes when I gain weight as like a weird way to remind Shame. myself mm-hmm. like yeah it's almost like yeah you just look <laughs> in the mirror and just like look at you and you're just like you just look like a like an overstuffed sausage <laughs> like you're just kind of like popping out of the sleeves oops um I think yeah. I did have, have a thought the other day when you were walking by and I was like these clothes are, are hugging him why is why is he why is, why is he got such a shirt that's hugging him so tight <laughs> so yeah. uh, I've been on trips before where I've run out of underwear and I've had to go like the store and buy more yeah um, but one time I was in, I had gone to Minecon at Disneyland Paris. And uh, when I was getting there, I had a really tight connection in Washington, D.C. I barely made the plane, like literally running. They're trying to close the door. I'm screaming at them, get on the plane. Land in Paris. Apparently my bag didn't make the connection. Nice. And the airline's like, don't worry. You're going to get your bag later today. It's, you know, we know where it is exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll deliver it to your hotel. I was like, fine. So then that night, like at 10 p.m., 
you know, I've been talking to the airline all day long. At 10 p.m., the airline's finally like, yeah, you know what? It's still in Germany. It's not going to be here till tomorrow. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, well, I don't have, I don't have any clothes. I mm-hmm. didn't have anything in my carry-on. It's like, all right. So I'm at Disneyland Paris. And I'm like, I need to go buy some clothes. <laughs> Cheapest place to buy clothes. <laughs> Disneyland Paris does not sell underwear for men. I was, wait, what? You said men. Oh, they have, they have underwear for women. And what? they have underwear for children. They do not sell underwear for men. So I had to buy swim trunks. All right, I'm going to add something and to my Google I would have just worn now. the women's underwear. And uh, so I bought swim trunks and I bought like this Paris. Captain EO shirt. Yes. And like goofy socks. And uh, that's how I went to the Louvre. I saw the Mona Lisa <laughs> wearing swim trunks instead of uh, underwear. And, uh, and uh, who was it that Captain was telling me the other day? And I, I had you wear that shirt for 10 Little Roosters. Do you remember that? Your Captain EO oh, shirt. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Little, there, it's all coming back together. Yeah. And we, there was a joke. I wrote a joke around it, but it got cut because no one else knew what Captain EO was. And I was like, ha, ha, Like, I laughed at the edits and it was just silence. I was like, but it's never mind. I'm trying to find Disneyland underwear. So the, the, I was also, I, I, I mentioned it's 10 p.m. because the park itself was closed. So I could only go to the hotel gift shop where I was staying. And the, it, was, uh. it was on property. So they still had a very huge gift shop, but it was no, no <laughs> underwear for men to be found. Um. And the airline did reimburse me for all of the clothes, which was pretty nice of them. The, um, so we, I was talking to, I think, Blaine the other day. Would you ever wear jeans without underwear? Like, go commando? No. Yeah, I, I, I've done I've it plenty of times. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. I feel like Depends on the jeans. I've jeans are, like, too jeans. coarse and rough. No, nah, these, I got some jeans around right now, and they're pretty nice and soft. But, like, I don't know, like, with the zipper and, st- I don't know, it just seems risky. What about slacks? Slacks? Like, not, if they're oh, not. Pants? Den- yeah, not denim. Yeah, maybe those. I could do those. I think denim is just like coarse and you know rough and irritating. <laughs> it gets everywhere. <laughs> nope, not doing that. No, I got I got I gotta wear underwear. Yeah. No, yeah. no I'm not yeah, I'm not yeah. a commando. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. Yeah. I feel I feel like I'm in danger of like exposing myself if I don't have underwear on. Like there's Yeah, like yeah. There's too many things like you know, Lenny Kravitz yourself. Yeah. Something. Or yeah. someone could I don't know. I, I, why do I, for some reason in my brain I think someone could pants me. And then <laughs> you're I not in high school anymore. Years, flashbacks to high still, school. Still, there's like the fear there. <laughs> well, you do work here. Yeah, I right. work in a place where like insane things happen and stupid people do stupid stuff. For the sake to, of, someone has tried to pull my pants down before here. Who? I don't know. You can tell us. It's a safe place. No, no. Do I write down a piece of paper. <laughs> I have to, you know, so uh, I have a setup with, you know, VR headsets and stuff in my office. And mm-hmm. I have to always remind people, you can, don't fuck with anyone with a VR headset. Want to make sure that everyone feels comfortable and safe. Yeah. That they're not going to get kicked in the balls. Yeah. They're going to have their pants pulled down. Then, like, someone's not going to be fucking with them when, they, when they're when uh, they immersed in that experience. Yeah. It's a very scary time to be in a VR headset and, like, people are around and, like, you're exposed. Mm-hmm. You know? What if you're it blind. enhances the experience? What if there's a time to lose your pants? <laughs> <laughs> what if there's a time to lose your pants in VR gaming? Yeah. It'd be great if someone made a game like that, where it looks like it's a, it's this whole game, it's this wonderful experience, but then the game's really made for the people not in VR at a specific time, they pants you, and then in the game, your pants fall down too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That sounds absolutely terrible. But in the game, you get to pick how big your dick is. <laughs> it's like, like yeah, it's monstrous. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not expecting the pantsing in game. Like, this is a weird option. It's asking me to pick my dick <laughs> size. I don't know why. <laughs> how does your dick being big in the VR game benefit you at all? I don't know. It would just be funnier, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I, was, um, I was playing this game in VR the other day. It's called uh, Arizona Sunshine. And it's like a zombie game where you go around, you know, mm-hmm. shooting zombies and stuff. And I got, I got to a point in the game where you have to go down a mine shaft. I'm like, okay, it's getting a little dark. It's a little scary. Then you find like a flashlight. I'm like, okay. 
have to carry this around. And then you're just in a pitch black mine. And the only light is your flashlight. And I was like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm done with this game. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not playing this anymore. This is, this is as far as I will get. I've done, I've done that with, with horror games. I, I find if I play a horror game by myself, it's the hardest thing in the world for me to get through it at all. If I'm playing with anybody else next to me, it's all a joke and funny to me. And I can play any horror game whatsoever. It's not scary. I literally just need one more person next to me. What about your goes dog? Away. Bella does not count. Do you feel comfort with your dog? No. Like, do you feel any safer with no. your dog? With my with my seventeen pound ball of fluff? No, yeah. I don't. Do you think if if say there was a like an, a threat, what, which, what a would real she do? threat in my house? Yeah. She she would do nothing. You don't think she would? If you she were getting would. attacked? No. We I actually uh, someone's at my house today and and they brought up that thing that some dogs do where like if you like. Uh, hit someone like the owner yeah. like the dog would get protected like i don't know like if you're if your dogs with esther get really protective with her because they're so our dogs would accept their new masters <laughs> <laughs> do you want to but but some dogs are like that and yeah. someone brought that up. i was like oh yeah some dogs do that but, like they try i think it might have been andy and he tried to like like hit me and bella just like looked at him and wagged her tail and was like oh but what he, are you doing but you know bella also knows andy you know like you should, would you want to? You should go I, on Craigslist I, I will, and hire a stranger to I break in your home play. and assault you. Do you want to role play? <laughs> no, I don't want to role play. With I will. Chris. No, no, we can do this, and I'll come as like I will mask myself. You want to test the security of my house? Just your dog. Just my dog. I will mask my scent. Um, <laughs> Why does, does my dog know your scent? I don't know. I assume at some point. You know, we've hung out enough. <laughs> we well, um, both are work here. Yeah. See, so they've got. You've got I guess Bell has come here, and, and then and then I. So I will. Yeah, I will master my scent somehow. How? He'll get, Rus- he'll get Russian hookers to I be think, on you. Nope. <laughs> I, wa- <laughs> and I was going to ask, like, if you were actually faced with the task of masking your scent, what would you do, Chris? I um, wolf urine. Actually, this is a good idea. All right. Where, where, How would you get where, wolf urine? Where would you get wolf urine? They sell it at um um at uh. Cabela's, Cabela's, and, oh yeah, we and live like, in Texas. Know, athletic uh, stores, yeah, right by athletic stores. Yeah, like, Cabela's. You've been to Cabela's? Yeah, guess? but Cabela's is not an like athletic sports, store. Sports and things stores. You wolf know? urine. Yeah, yeah I, I, well, maybe maybe wolf urine isn't the best thing. I think it would mask can you my Amazon scent. It? Oh yeah, it might, you can. It might, it might also make your dog think I'm a wolf. So, <laughs> and they sell coyote urine at Academy. I just made fun of you for saying that. All right. Yeah. Not not wolf wow. urine, but close enough. Um. So maybe not wolf urine, but maybe I would I would get some other sort of like heavy s- smell thing. Mask my scent. I would dress in like baggy clothing, and and cover my face, and I'd come in and and like, why the baggy clothing? I uh, I guess body, in case your dog recognized my body. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like that, Chris has been working out. Your confidence <laughs> in my dog's familiarity with you is astounding. And then I would come in. I would like start beating you up, and I'd tie you, and you'd have to you'd have to play along with like screaming and yelling, and okay. and then. And, and as he takes your stuff, you have to keep playing along. <laughs> I found yeah. you can buy a 32-ounce jug of wolf urine on Amazon 35 for $35. Only 13 left in stock, though. We could do this. In, is is it on Prime? Could we get it? We could do it by the, by tomorrow, like the, in a day or two. 35 gallons of urine. Uh, it is not Prime. What does it do exactly? I think it keeps uh, animals it keeps, away it from keeps your yard. Okay. Do you, like sense. they they smell a predator in the area. Yeah, yeah so like I know a lot of up. people who like like when you don't live in a place with a lot of deer, you're like, oh look the deer. That would be. A- but then when you live in a place, they're just they're rodents. Is yeah. what they are. They're what, vermin. What do you think your dog would do if you just started putting wolf urine around your house? I don't know, do Chris. These are dog- not things that scenarios that I've gone through yet. <laughs> with your dog fear. Yeah, with your dog's like, where I know there's coyote. There's a wolf somewhere around here. Well, dogs are closer related to wolves. You probably think it's him. No, like man, I've been no, working no, out. I can, the, I can smell the difference. They, they, it's they can tell the difference between other urine. So the, your 
your dog would be in constant height of like then maybe your dog would if we covered your house in urine first I don't know why do you have to cover my house in it and then I attacked your dog would already be like alert of predators all right so in order there's, to we, do this there's scenario, multiple levels we'll have to like escalate. you're gonna cover my house in wolf urine and mask itself. yourself in baggy clothing beat me up and steal my clothes not no not and then pee clothes. on you and then pee on <laughs> yeah yeah I'll pee on you okay um, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. I'm so for this. Yeah, my, my dogs are super protective until they see the person. Like if they hear a noise or they hear someone outside, they'll go crazy barking and, you know, They're very at the defensive door. against the idea of people. Yeah, and then as soon as someone walks in, it's like, oh, hey, let's hang out. <laughs> so, yeah, it's when they don't see them, scary. When they see them, nah, fine. Yeah. Bell, now, nah, Bella's too, like, she's also just old and just doesn't care like she just likes to meet new people she would not care if someone came did you fuck the up your mic Chris I did I was trying to tighten it it kept sinking <laughs> I think Chris might need some help with his microphone Chris is really making a crazy oh, right it? now well, maybe, I don't know no he does not he does not have it he has now stripped the screw oh my god <laughs> he took it out good lord I'll just man. hold it Right, here we go. You're just gonna hold it for the rest of the I'm sorry. I, I was. It kept sinking, and I kept. I wonder if you have okay, to turn it the go. other way. Oh. oh is it a new one? Huh. <laughs> Whatever you do, but do not edit this out. Do not edit this out. This no, has please, to be in. If this was gonna happen to anybody, yeah, it had to have been Chris. I. You can yeah, edit this we out. Got a thumbs up. This is <laughs> staying. This is not, in. This let, is let not me, like. Top. Let me read this while uh, you go through. But uh, keep the camera that. on, Chris. Want to remind everyone? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nature Box. What do you do when you want a snack, but all you can find is junk food? Rely on your self-control to resist the temptation? Oh, come on. You eat the junk food, so start snacking healthy with Nature Box. Nature Box makes snacks that actually taste great and are better for you. Created with high-quality ingredients that are free from artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners, so you can feel great about snacking. Uh, they got great ones like Blueberry Nom Noms, Santa Fe Corn Sticks... NatureBox recently made their service even better. Now you can order as much as you want, as often as you want, with no minimum purchase required, and you can cancel at any time. With NatureBox, you'll never get bored, as there are new snacks each month inspired by real customer feedback. And if you ever try a snack you don't like, NatureBox will replace it for free. And right now, you save even more. NatureBox is offering Rooster Teeth fans 50% off your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. It's naturebox.com slash roosterteeth for 50% off your first order. naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. Thank you, NatureBox, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. It's you got any more ads to read, guys? I, I have another one. I don't want to do it. Is back it still to back. broken? Does Nature Nature Box? Do you sell mic arms by any chance? What did you do, dude? I, I, all it, it kept sinking, like it was like loose or something, and then I tighten it, and then over time it would sink down, and then I kept, and then I don't know, it broke. Well, I was gonna say, luckily we're not live, but there's no way we're cutting this. We're out, we're out, <laughs> Please we're out, do, <laughs> please cut it. Can we just stare at, at awkwardly at Chris the whole time? Um, it's like performance anxiety. It's like, I, I swear this never happens. <laughs> you can't keep it up. It's like mm. <laughs> I can hold it. Um, I'll just hold it. Oh, well, it's tight now. It just won't hold. See, see, see. I love that on this page with the wolf urine. It has a little picture below that's like a little ad. That is uh, New Year savings for for hot tubs in a wolf urine page. Okay. Because in case you want to put wolf urine in your hot tub, <laughs> that'd be a thing. Um, sorry, I'm. Are you? Are you? What are you doing? <laughs> it's just going to tilt a little. Oh no! I see you, you moved it sideways. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm now using its own weight to brace it. Mike's coming out. Hold on. Mike's coming out. We got. We got further advanced tech support now. 
All this, we're just going to bring everyone from the control room out one at a time to come uh, <laughs> to come try to fix it. It's, you really uh, did it. Right there. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so we were talking about, Chris, you can't participate in this. We were talking about speed earlier. Yeah. And <laughs> about how it's always on, yeah. on TV. And it made me think about how during Christmas, I probably, during Christmas time, I probably watched Die Hard 10 times. Why? Because Die Hard was on TV all the time. Like now that everyone considers it, a Christmas movie yeah, around yeah. Christmas time. It's Die Hard season. I okay. I'm gonna uh, be clear. Die Hard's a good movie. It is not a movie I want to go back and rewatch. Die Hard's a great movie. Hard, yeah. I like that Chris can't participate in this conversation. It's a, it's a near perfect, if not perfect movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but I just don't like. I don't like the whole like that thing that guys are like, oh, let's watch Die Hard. I'm like, meh. <laughs> I don't even think it's a guy thing. I think it's just it's just a good movie. Yeah, it's it's really good. I nah. like I, I I watched it so much in fact that uh over our Christmas holiday where we were off or over our holidays, I guess while we were off, uh I had a dream about Die Hard. And but it wasn't like a normal Die Hard dream. Like in my dream, you can participate now if you want, Chris. Thanks, Mike. In my dream, I dreamt that I was at the movies watching like a brand new film that had just come out, and it was a new Die Hard movie <gasps> that focused on the origin story of Hans Gruber. Oh, that'd be so oh. cool! That'd be cool. I was like, I was like, so that I was just, I was just so inundated with Die Hard, like it was just on my mind constantly. John, you're wrong. Is what I wanted I'm to say. I'm not wrong. No, it's a great movie, and it is one of those movies you watch over and over. Yeah. It's like Star Wars or like Lord of the Rings or you know any one of those like classics. Like, we had a we had a viewing party. Me and and Nadia and Barbara and Aaron and and Bethany watched it. We had a, a specific viewing party for it this year. So. Again, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying it's not one that I'm like. Especially for Christmas, I want to rewatch. No, it, you're so wrong. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm glad I'm bringing this up with this audience because I know Chris is like crazy diehard, diehard, diehard die die fan. Although <laughs> well, that's my favorite action movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have a favorite action movie. Action movies are like candy, it's just like junk food. I'm I'm interested to see. Speaking of action movies, I'm interested to see, and I'm a little concerned about John Wick too. Are you? Yeah. Oh, I, in, I am very much. I went in with really low expectations with John Wick. And I watched it, and I was like, oh, that was a good movie. But now watching the trailer for John Wick 2, I feel like they might be trying to explain too much of the universe. Like the that... call center and stuff. Like they're getting maybe a little too deep, like wanting to explain everything away. Where it's like, no, just leave it kind hmm. of mysterious. Yeah. Sequels are rough in that way with something like John Wick that was like just that kind of, that just right chemistry of the mystery and a new and world building and action and interesting character that worked for John Wick. But it's like, I, I would, I, you know, I loved it enough. I'm like, yeah, give me more of that character. Like if that was a, a series on TV or on Netflix, it'd probably be fun. But I don't know if in the, the sequel of the movie, they'll do the, the, the problem they usually do sequels, which is either just make a copy of the first one, which is you have no new story mm -hmm. to tell, or they'll go too deep and go midichlorians on it. You right. Know? That's exactly what I think about is midichlorians. I don't want another midichlorian situation. But it, I, I feel like that's a, that's more... That's such many chlorines is such an extreme example of how not to do it. I mean, like, I don't know what else you're supposed to do, but expand the mythology. I think you the, can, the but sequel. there's 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 a balance of expanding the mythology a little bit, but not like just dumping a ton of new things in there and like diluting the whole story, as well as it being paired with a new story worth telling. Like some like I think often with sequels and 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 additions to franchises, it's often just let's tell the story because we can, because then you get a finding dory. Like Finding Dory was not a story that needed to be told or was a new story that it was like it was it was like, hey, let's make another one so we could sell more toys. We don't really have a story to pair with it. We'll just make it. Well, I think it's like you give information, but you also have to give new mystery. 
Yes. So yeah. if you're just explaining everything and all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's that's it. There's no other. Okay, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, I don't want to find out the currency conversion in John Wick for the coins to how many dollars they're worth. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want, I don't want to know that. Yeah. Like, you want some of that? It's like, oh, you, I finally got the answer to this thing, but I also don't know about this other thing now. It's like, it's classic, like you know, handing out information. Yeah, I think, I think, I'm trying to think of like a franchise that did it okay. Um, did it a good sequel? Yeah. Um, that like that that hit all those marks for me. Like, didn't go too deep into the mythology and had a new story to tell. I don't know. Terminator Pirates... Two, man. Terminator, Terminator Two. Terminator, yeah. Terminator Two is another yeah. one where it added to the mythology. Yeah, Aliens. Pretty much James Cameron. Just any <laughs> James. <laughs> Titanic Two, man. I'm so psyched. Oh. <laughs> I am really. Is that sad mean you're that... looking forward to Avatar Two? No. <laughs> I am really sad that he's only going to make Avatar stuff because the movie that's filming in Austin right now, Battle Angel, was supposed to be James Cameron, and mm. I, it's supposedly his scripts or some version of his script for that. And it's like. He's gone on record and said he's not like any anything he wants to say about the world. He's he can now tell through the Avatar movies. Like he doesn't want to make anything. You don't else. think there could be a good Avatar movie? I like Avatar. I think that it's it's possible. It's just it's got to get it's got to get to new stuff. It's got to have a good story that's not yeah. Pocahontas. I'm with Chris. I liked Avatar. I'm one of those people that actually enjoyed it. I didn't. Ha- it didn't have like an insane amount of rewatchability for me. No. Um, oh. But I remember. I think I saw it in theaters twice. Um, it was beautiful at the time, and I, and I really actually did like the characters and story. Um, but it's been so long now. I don't know if I yeah. really care right. for an to Avatar. Me, to me, it's like the the experience of it was really cool because mm-hmm. it was like right. the first time I saw 3D, where mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is like. This I think is it was the first be. and last time. <laughs> I just didn't. I don't know. I thought it was a really well directed movie and a really poorly written one. Who yep. and both and the same person did both. There's so. a, there's a, an interesting thing I saw on Reddit a, a few months ago where someone asked, "Can you name two characters from Avatar?" No. Sigourney Weaver. No, no characters. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I can name the race of the Navi. That's about it. Even the mythology of that movie is just not very. I good see you, either, Jake. Though. Jake. Jake Sully. Sully. That's the only yeah. one I can remember. Like, is was it like you know they're doing a whole Disneyland? Land of Avatar. Like, is anyone excited for an Avatar? You Disney watch. You watch section? them talk about them making it. And they're super excited Ugh. about it. Like but the I little mean, like behind the scenes videos. Of them talking about how everything is integrated and everything is like, is is like there's like fiber wires in everything. Can you and plug? Can you plug yourself into? The I think so. <laughs> you like. You got to buy a special headband, like yeah. a special adapter. Man, did you see that? Uh, Lucas announced he's uh, building a museum. Yeah, in, in LA. LA. Yeah, yeah. To what? Like billion a, a dollar billion museum. dollar museum. Why? Wow. Is he bored? Probably. What's he, what's the museum going to be? Himself? It's um. Uh, it's. I think it's. A, I don't remember exactly. I think it's like movies and Star Wars. Uh, George. <laughs> that's cool. Lucas. Movies and Star Wars. The museum. museum. No, that's cool. I love. I love um, movie and you know. Feels a little egotistical to make a museum for yourself. Why not? But it's Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it's, uh, and it's not. It's again, I'm just, talking to the wrong audience to that critique is that a Star Wars no, 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 museum. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, there, in general, right, there's Luke, the, uh, look the concept that for it. That's awesome. What's that? That's, That's the museum. The museum. No. Uh, it says, Lucas's personal collection of fine and popular art, including ephemera related to his Star Wars franchise, will fill a futuristic looking new museum planned for LA's Exposition Park. See, now he's like, that. this belongs in a museum. Like, it, that's his character. And now he's making a museum. Okay. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's yeah. cool. Like, I, I, I finally recently watched um, Rogue One. And I thought about how... I think it was fine. Like, it wasn't my favorite Star Wars movie, but it was okay. And I think about how much people shit on George Lucas for those prequels. Yeah. It's like, that's got to be really shitty for him that he built this franchise that people love, but people revile him for his work on it. Yeah. It's like, I think, you know, people need to remember 
like when he's gone, like what will people say about him? Like if people people should be nice to him, like well, he's creating that, something that, that I really love. I think it's a case of 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 like just talking about the whole sequel thing that you either make something great and then if you have something new great, keep adding to it, or else you might you might taint what you created. I think that's the reason taint. why Yeah, taint's a fun word. Uh, <laughs> I think that's like a like a good example of someone who did that well was like Bill Watterson who created Calvin and Hobbes. Mm-hmm. He stopped. Because he had nothing new to tell, he didn't want to just run this into the ground. He didn't want to go the Garfield route and just and turn you know his creation into just a, a joke of itself um, and sell it like crazy. And so he stopped. And people were like, "No, no, no, we want more." We like, I'm still there. I'm like Bill Watterson. You make anything, I will buy it. But if there's something there's something honorable about going. I made something great. I'm gonna leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I I do think it's like all that. None of that would exist without George Lucas. I still think he's like very smart. I just don't. Th- very smart, very creative person, but I think he just kind of like he did try something new with the with the prequels, and it didn't work. I think if he, I think if George had gone beyond Star Wars and had um, like uh, and maybe after the prequels with any of his his film ventures, like what was that that war film, Red Red, Red Tails, Red Tails. Like yeah. if he had made something that had done really well or had been critically acclaimed or everyone loved that had been another palate cleanse for the prequels there'd be more of a like oh yeah george was that great filmmaker in our mind well he did he well he didn't direct it but he produced indiana jones so you could argue that that right that's what i'm saying that's why i phrased it that after the prequels when he had tainted that image Mm -hmm. um i mean all the way even indiana jones we think of like crystal skull and that kind of i try not to you know yeah well, it's tough um, so, too because I think the thing that makes George Lucas tough though is that he he meddles even with the old films, and that's right. what, that's yeah, what really yeah, yeah. rubs people wrong. Even he did more stuff than like the prequels. that. Yeah, you know. Um, although Rogue One to me felt like, and I, I didn't like Rogue One, but it felt like the stuff done in Rogue One felt like stuff George Lucas would have done. Yeah, like, like CG Tarkin and and uh, having a movie that ends all the way up to the start of the next movie, kind of like Revenge of the Sith. is like, look, they're building the Death Star, and he's already in his yeah. Vader suit like that. It's like, no, I get it. There's like, I have like 20 years in yeah, between. Yeah, you, you like, can I leave can, a little bit yeah, of time. I can yeah, fill in these yeah. gaps in my brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there, there was definitely some stuff like that specifically yeah. that I thought about. Vader but I thought puns. like visually they really nailed that Vader aesthetic. Puns. Like the, the, mm-hmm. the look uh, and the way that it should have been leading up to, the, mm-hmm. to episode four. But I, I, was I don't want any more prequels. I don't want any more. I like the Star this Wars. This isn't universe. a prequel. This is a sequel to Episode Three. I know. I don't want. I don't want. <laughs> well, I don't want any more stories that have to line up with something else that happened. I don't want any more stories where I know how the ending's going to turn out. I don't want any more stories where I know who lives and who dies. I agree. I totally. I'm uh, yeah. actually incomplete. I didn't. I want stories was... where when Han dies, I'm shocked. You know. Well, that's why I wasn't honestly. I wasn't. So that excited about Rogue One yeah. compared to like because it's like I know it's going to happen. The only thing that would like surprise are they going to get the Death Star? Well, it's like the plans? only thing that would surprise me is if they if they told new information <laughs> about like Episode, you know, like eight, but they didn't do that. Yeah, right, because they were not in the proper time yeah. to tell that. Yeah, well, they still could have revealed information about stuff like... Yeah, there was no they big... They could like, have revealed Oh my gosh, stuff. I never yeah. knew that. It's like, okay. They could have... have, and we just don't know yet. Oh. Because <laughs> I thought, like, their talk of kyber crystals seemed... But that's been talked about a lot of, in other right, but lore. They, but not in the movies. Not in the movies. Mm-hmm. And they kind of focused on it quite a bit and talked about it quite a bit. And yeah. then, like, I thought, well, maybe something's going to come of this by the end of the movie. And then it's like, no. Yeah, it, nothing. It, didn't, yeah, it just, kind, it of just of kind of falls yeah. off to, to the wayside. You're right. And she even had, like, the... Right. Ne- yeah. Yep. It's like, this was a recurring thing in the film. And then, like, oh, Nothing no, really nothing. happened with it. Hmm. I'm not really that excited about the Han film now. 
Like I was sort of excited at the no, time. Donald Glover. I'm excited just for the casting. Yeah, I mean it's got. Yeah, I agree. Donald Glover doing you know uh, Lando is fantastic. Anybody watch yeah. Atlanta? No. FX show. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten around. Atlanta's to it. so fucking good. Okay, they won the Golden I, Globe. I, it's it's yeah. on my listings. I get to. Um, it's it's really phenomenal. I think it's only like eight episodes. It's not, and I think each episode's only like thirty minutes. I'm gonna make myself unpopular even more. I really don't care for Childish Gambino. Uh, I like some of his stuff. I don't like the most recent album he put out, uh, but I think Royalty was really good. I guess that was an EP. I make myself sound old, but it's really just like it feels very unfun, angry music. <laughs> like I like angry music that has like that I can that I don't know. It's for some reason like it, it's maybe it's because I I like Donald Glover the comedian, uh-huh. and then when he's like his chance, he's got a very serious persona that he's created with this child, childish Gambino like image and. And um, he's got, and it's a very, it's a very stark difference from like the community character I fell in love I, with. You I, know, I peed next to uh, Childish Gambino at a party once. Did you? It was uh, like it was that Titanfall launch event here in Austin, like back. I don't know when I remember that. Like three years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he performed like we were doing a live stream up at the front of the building, and he was performing out in the back. Uh, but like the venue was kind of like this abandoned gutted building and there was no green room for him or no bathroom backstage so after he performed he had to come out to the front to go to the bathroom like just like in the general bathroom with everybody else so it was really weird like oh oh that's Donald bathrooms are just weird places to interact with people like yeah. really i did not interact yeah. with him I, was yeah. like, I recognized him went about my day he, he washed his hands <laughs> yeah that's yeah. you should not interact with people in bathrooms yeah no. what about people really that you're on a like casual like, like at work. I mean, I feel like we've had I've had like long conversations in bathrooms. Why? And like, you say like, hey. I, well, so. like there was just one time whenever um, th- I was taking a shower, and then I think Miles was taking a dump. I walked in on that, and then we were th- all having a talk, and then we kind of like so everyone was. Lane like, was there, and, and then it became a thing where they're like, we basically had like a pre-podcast podcast in in the bathroom. So you ruined all your good stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it was fun. It was like the best bathroom I've had in a while. You were showering. He was showering. I was showering. You were showering. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not about that. Yeah. You ever do you do you have you ever like sat on the toilet in front of Esther? No. No. I don't do that ever. Uh, no. I will not take a dump around anyone else. Even here at the studio, I won't take a dump like in the public bathroom. I'll go out to the bungalow where it's like its own toilet, and you can close the door and lock it. You ever peed in front of Esther? Yeah. Yeah. Something about poop. Yeah, I don't want anyone watching yeah. me poop. Yeah. yeah. You fart freely around Esther? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Just no fecal matter coming out. Okay. Everything else is fine. Just, learn, just learning stuff yeah. about you, no, you know? I'm, I, don't mind, I don't mind talking about it. Yeah, I'll... Uh, the, the, the worst is uh, those farts that catch you. But, like, I'm not embarrassed farting around here, but when it's, like, one that catches you by surprise, anyone else ever get that? Where you're just sitting there, like, you think it's going to be, like, a, a quick silent fart, then it's just, like, a, a huge, like, trumpet. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought that was going to be, I around, thought was gonna be quiet. <laughs> around, like, around, like, any new, you know, romantic interest, yeah. But, like, when I was married, it was like, no. I just farted freely. I you care. did? Yeah. I don't know. Does that I don't really like, do, but, like, when it surprises me, then I'm like, oh, well, weird. Does yeah. it ever, like, does that ever, like, ruin them, the um, kill the romance? Like when you're married and you do that, yeah. I don't know. I think I think there's. I think it's a, a level of familiarity you get to when you're married for years. Like I was. I don't want to smell anyone's farts. Well, I don't. Yeah, and see, I don't even think I think of it's just funny noise. It is funny, but I want to smell it. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I think I think you just like I I got a fart. What am I gonna do? I've, like suppress it and hold yeah. it in? Like I, I've dated I've dated someone and I've lived with someone before, but I still didn't like. Fart How long on. did you live with them? 
two years. Okay. Did and you go outside to fart? No, nah, just like maybe go to the bathroom. You go to the bathroom to fart. I mean, I'm not gonna say I didn't ever fart in the, around Chris the had person, fart corner. But I'm just saying I wasn't like. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> why does that have to be married with sound as well? If you <laughs> like, making some sort of maybe, laugh. maybe that's how you know Chris is farting. Like maybe he just farted right then. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying like if you're gonna French fart, man laughing. If you're gonna fart and you don't like, what are you just gonna pretend like it didn't happen? You're not gonna laugh at it. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I laugh at it. Yeah. I don't make some sort of weird noise like that. You don't laugh like. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I don't make a Gerard Depardieu sound, but I just, yeah, I just fart. Hmm. But I don't think, but again, I just, farts are funny to me. Although I, I, again, when I'm around, if I have like a new, if like I'm on a date with someone or, or I have a new girlfriend, like I don't. Yeah. Bernie's mentioned on the podcast before, uh, he's not here to defend himself, so I'm going to tell the story. Good. But he's mentioned on the podcast before about how if he and Ashley are traveling and they're sharing a hotel room, he will not take a dump in the hotel room. That yeah. He'll go down to the lobby. No, and take I a take dump dumps. There. Yeah, I would absolutely. I'll, I'll wreck that bathroom. <laughs> fuck. We all poop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We all do it. We um, all have to. Yeah, I'm fine. I just don't want someone staring at me while it happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I stayed at a hotel once in LA where, like, like, let's say I'm sitting on a toilet right here. Then, like, three feet in front of me was just like this full body length mirror. Did you see Jessica's tweet? Yes, I did. That's what, made me, that's what made me think about it. Yeah, that yeah. was like I, I loved that she had like I guess the best word for it is but like the guts or the courage to like post that picture of like Jessica was she she was at a, a bathroom and same thing and she was like she just took a selfie of herself on the toilet and it was the it was the funniest thing I'd see on Twitter for a while. Yeah, had I, to retweet it. I, I can't imagine the thought process behind like yes the mirror right in front of the toilet. <laughs> like that, then it's awkward. Well, like. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't look. I, I don't want someone else watching me take a dump. I don't want to watch myself take a dump. Yeah. You can check your form. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you feel about people hearing you take a dump? I'm fine. I don't care. Okay. Because I, I usually, I'll play music mm. in the bathroom. <laughs> Set the mood. Just like, yeah. <laughs> chill out. Like, you go. Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking just at home or in public bathrooms? Not in public. <laughs> no. if, if a girl's involved, then I'll play music. But it's weird because... Do you have a special playlist for it? Or no, it well, whatever? that's the thing. is like you get in there <laughs> and you're already self-conscious about uh, the the sounds of your shitting. But then you're like, oh, but then you, you realize you're about to be judged on your music selection too. <laughs> so you have to like pick songs you think the other person... That, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's playing Childish Gambino. He must be angry. <laughs> you know. Um, let me he's, be clear. I don't think Childish Gambino is bad music. He's listening to shit making shit. Yeah. <laughs> So you have to be careful. I you wish know. you did that here at work. I it's should like, start doing huh, it. Josh? Like How'd I, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you hear the worst sounds it's like <laughs> ever in a guy's bathroom when you have like a bunch of old dudes in there because mm -hmm. they don't care. Yeah. And they just make, they're just plopping sounds mm -hmm. and there's just grunts and just the worst noises ever. Yeah. But imagine if we, there was like also the soundtrack to La La Land. <laughs> right. <laughs> like how much, I, like... <laughs> way more pleasant. Wait, wait. I gotta know. What's the last song you played while you pooped? I think it was a George Michael song. I think it was Too, <laughs> too Funky by George uh, Michael. Well, yeah. Because, you know, you can have like a, a Amazon Echo or, or, right. or whatever where you can like... Alexa, play my poop playlist. Play shit list. Oh, man, there we go. <laughs> play my shit list. <laughs> man. I, so, what, yeah. what's, what's today? Um, today the podcast, the last week's podcast is just coming public today mm -hmm. but oh, yeah. in last last week i'm not going to say it but i'm not going to say the exact phrase but bernie said something to yeah. trigger assistive home devices to purchase a rooster teeth product off of an online store what yeah so he told people's the, the device things to make uh, to purchase. purchase something yeah wow uh, did that make it in the final cut yeah it was it in is? the title 
Oh, oh wait. So he commanded. Yes, yeah. to buy something. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really funny. <laughs> A certain card game that we made. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's... Did you did you watch it all? Did you guys watch the two robots talking to each other on Twitch? Yeah, the, the Google Homes. Yeah, yeah. it was interesting because they were they were always so. What I understand was. Were they programmed a certain way? Because they always seemed so confrontational. They were very con- well. They like they would get to a point where they agree on something. Like I caught them at a point where they're talking about getting married, and they were talking about let's get married. When should we get married? I'm ready to get married now. Well, let's get married now. We're married. Well, how many kids do we want? <laughs> Sixty-seven. What are the names of our kids? I don't know. You don't know the names of your own kids. Stop getting mad at me. And then they just like default <laughs> into like a bad marriage, <laughs> <laughs> marriage simulation. Yeah, that's what it was. But it all it was the course of like. 20 seconds. Yeah, it was like, it was interesting to watch them like fall in love, fall out of love, be angry, and like just always they over did. and over. They got angry with each other a lot. The, and they'd go back and forth. One would be like <laughs> the one to be angry with the other, and then they'd like find a middle ground, and then they'd get back up to the top of the other There one. were definitely some existential crises, crises yeah. as well. It was, it was, it was interesting. Are and we, I feel like we talked about that on the podcast before. I said that I wanted to have all, you know, all the different devices, the, all the three I could think of, talk to each other and have a conversation. Someone fucking stole my idea. Yeah. I love that. I love that kind of stuff with like, I love that people use Twitch and streaming services to do this kind of stuff. Kind of like when Twitch plays Pokemon. Like that's some of my favorite things that come from the internet when phenomena kind of arises from that. And you and you're, you just start seeing things on social media about, you know, these two robots are talking to each other. What's going on? And then everybody starts quoting and you're like, what is this? And you tune in and you're like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite things on the internet. Yeah, it was really, it was really interesting to watch. They, they, they went at it. Has anyone actually used an Alexa to buy stuff? Like that, like that, that piece of it actually scares me. Yeah, I do I not like, own one. Yeah, I don't <laughs> own one either. There's a great moment in uh, uh, the two guys from Polygon have a, a podcast, Cool Games Inc. And they, so they were a lot of people from Polygon, they work from home. They're a very telecommunicated kind of company. And so they were Can't recording. Can't afford an office, huh? Huh? Can't afford an office, huh? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> they, uh, so they're recording their podcast, the two guys, Griffin and, uh, and I think, uh, is it Nick Robinson who does it with them, I think? Um, and during the podcast, one of them got notified. There was a guy working on his bathroom, like doing stuff uh, to fix his plumbing and everything like that. And while he's recording the podcast, he gets a notification that the plumber had hit his uh, the Amazon like uh, yeah, yeah. Prime button and had ordered like toilet paper to be sent to his house. Like he's like, the plumber just ordered toilet paper. He <laughs> <laughs> probably didn't know what it was. And just yeah, and he it. just yeah, like yeah. it was. He's like he just touched it, and then nothing happened. And then he got the notification <laughs> while they were recording for it. Even if he kept the plumber kept hitting it, like what is this thing? Is not doing anything? <laughs> that is kind of nice. So it's like the plumber. It's like his area of expertise. He the toilet, and he's like he's gonna need some toilet paper. Better. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I've seen the shape those pipes are in. <laughs> I just I, I would love to have seen a camera though of the guy like looking at this foreign button and going. What happens if I do it? And then like nothing happens and he, he just He like looks going. around. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's pretty funny. Someone mistakenly or even on purpose buying stuff for your house. Mm-hmm. That is, that'd be a good, just a, I mean, that, when someone's over at your house and you're just like, you click it, Alexa, order. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be very careful what you're saying oh, right man. there. Change her name. Tiffany, <laughs> order a thousand condoms on Amazon. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all you have to say. Just order. Just I don't know. Product. I don't have one, so I don't really know how it works. But like, isn't that it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you own one? No, I don't. No. I don't actually can it buy I mean, you new stuff, or can it only buy you stuff you've already bought? I think it can be new stuff. Really? Yeah. Like We talked about this in last week's podcast, but there was a news report where um, a little girl was talking with one of those devices, and she asked it to play dolls with her. 
but it misheard and then purchased a dollhouse for her. Oh, <laughs> smart. That, that showed up at uh, at the home. And then when the news reported on it, the newscaster said the exact same phrase. Mm-hmm. And then everyone who was watching the news, their devices all went well, off. Well, that's like when... When Xbox, when the uh, the Connect mm-hmm. and the voice activation, everyone was just having too much fun going. Yep. Uh, Xbox I, shut down. <laughs> you know stuff like that. Yeah. But I now would, it's but now but now it's Cortana. Yeah. I, I used to do that all the time. It took me about a week and a half to realize they switched over to Cortana, and I was yelling at my Xbox constantly. <laughs> I think you. I, <laughs> I think I bitched about that before, but I thought that that was a dumb change that they made because. Uh, my, them trying to unify themselves with with PC and everything. But my wife had been using voice commands on the on the console for a long time. Then one day I had to be like, "Oh, now you have to call it this other thing." Like, why? Like, oh, it's they just changed the name. But why? Like, if you're not like really into gaming or you don't yeah. understand, it's like that it doesn't make any sense. I already it already had a name. They sh- it should be able to respond to both names. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess they assume that Cortana is not too deep of a cut for Xbox users. But still, I agree. There's no reason. Yeah, if they really want to get like mass market or make it like a like a home entertainment device like they're trying to position it then it's dumb yeah i didn't even realize they'd made that change mm-hmm. yeah hmm. no I'm, I, I, I was not a fan my connect and i feel like it, it, it it's and it never listens to me no i find i have to really yell to get it to respond so if I, just... if, if I talk like a robot it listens a lot better yeah i think i think it's it's prejudiced against, <laughs> against humans against, <laughs> against blooders yeah blooders blooders against the worms <laughs> uh here let me read Listen this complain about ai intelligence we live in the future yeah uh want to remind everyone that this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by trunk club it's no secret a lot of guys aren't great at making time to shop for clothes but they still want to look good trunk club can help trunk club makes it easy for you to look your best in clothes that fit you perfectly and look amazing handpicked by your own personal stylist go to trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth Type in your measurements, share your likes and dislikes, and Trunk Club will send a trunk of clothing straight to your door, handpicked by your very own personal stylist. Trunk Club is backed by Nordstrom, so stylists have access to some of the best designer brands. Try on your stylist selections, keep what you like, send back what you don't. Trunk Club is not a subscription service. Order clothes whenever you like from your own personal stylist. Take five days to try everything on. Returns are always free. Get started today at trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. It's trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. Trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. Thank you, Trunk Club, for making people look better because I don't want to look at gross people like Josh. Um, so, you know, I like to to talk about flying all the time and mm-hmm. planes and I'm, I'm really into that kind of stuff. And uh, right before we we came on to, to tape this, I saw, well, for, for a while now, I've been wondering if I'd taken my last flight ever on a 747, you know, like the big mm-hmm. jumbo plane. And I saw right before we came on that United tweeted that they will cease 747 operations by the end of this year. So like the the window for flying on that plane is really narrow. So is that like is that like something that means a lot to you? Like your last like yeah. would you want to make sure your last flight on seven forty seven is like a meaningful? Yeah, like I feel like I need to take a trip now. I need to figure out a way just to fly on it one more time to have it be like my final time. Because when I was a kid, like that was the plane, like that was like the plane I always thought about. Like that's, that's I think literally the only plane I could like offhand name. Right. Like it was so iconic and really changed aviation. Why are they getting rid of it? Uh, it's old and now there's more fuel efficient ways to move people around. Oh, okay. Uh, that's why you really don't for the most part, you really don't see giant planes with four engines anymore gotcha like now everything's like a little smaller and two engines. i don't even think about like what i'm riding on i just kind of like get in and like go to sleep no i think about it because then i think about like out of the context of airplanes that's a funny statement i don't even think about what i'm riding on i just get in and then go to sleep yeah not as not as weird as like 
like playing music while you shit. <laughs> I mean, it's not that weird. Have you tried it? <laughs> no, I play I music like if I go on if I go do a photo shoot, I'll play music for the model to make like make it less like awkward just stand there and clicking the button and everything like that. But I've never used it for pooping. Yeah. I thought of a better name for uh what what um cyborgs and 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 AIs will call us instead of blutters, it should be bloodies. Bloodies. Yeah. What? I just think it's like I don't know. It's a, like like the derogatory term machines would have for yeah, humans. Yeah. Bunch of bloodies over there. I like uh, what was it in uh, Nazi Republic? Doesn't HK forty seven call people meat meat sacks? Yeah, meat sacks. that's a I common mean, thing for robots. I think in fiction to call people meat sacks. Yeah, people are weird. Like the human body, like it's just meat <laughs> and bones. Yeah, it's like it's just, it's just like a weird thing that's like wrapped in skin. Getting very existential here, guys. Humans are are weird. Yeah. It's, it's just bizarre to me. It's, and it's weird, too, to think when you're touching someone, you're like, I'm poking their meat. You know, it's like, <laughs> Gus, I'm going to poke your meat. Please don't poke my meat. No, no, my meat's very sensitive. <laughs> no, it's a, it, it's something I think about a lot, like just how weird being alive or like being sentient <laughs> is. It's, it's I think this is close as we get to, to Gus being deep about life. Uh, I, No, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like him just talking about his anatomy. I think, yeah, I think about as I, as I get older, I also think about death a lot, and I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if like, have I passed the halfway point? Like, where 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 was the halfway point in my life? Like, yeah. where do you turn? And it's like now there's less in front of you than there is behind you. The literal half life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because hmm. like I think about like I guess I'm at a point where like I should be having a midlife crisis or something. I think like like it, that's like how people struggle with their own mortality and thinking about the what fact would that a that midlife forever. crisis look like. Uh, well, Big computer with VR. But you buy that stuff. Oh, shit. Well, you probably saying is that the, the good half of your life. The good half is definitely. Like, the, right. de- like yeah. you're, you're, it's definitely. Man, let me tell you something. More bad about, than good. Let me tell you about how I've passed the good half of my life. On New Year's Eve, I slept bad and I got a crick in my neck and my neck and my shoulder still hurt. Oh, it's been a week and a half <laughs> and I'm still like, ah, yeah, my neck. <laughs> That sucks. That would not happen to me to a younger person. Did you stay home for New Year's Eve? Yes, I did. Yeah, just you and Esther. Yeah, when the dogs, like I'm always nervous about the dogs with fireworks. They don't like yeah. fireworks. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, like I, I wanted to go out, but just like I get worried about them because I have some neighbors who live relatively close to me uh, who buy like big commercial fireworks and put them off like with huge explosions. And yeah. It's like, like if it was like, Small ones, the dogs probably wouldn't care, but the big ones, they, they feel. I hate people who set off fireworks in, inside the city. Yeah, because yeah, it's just fucking with everyone's dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of yeah. wanted a pig um, recently, but like... Uh, All right, let's dog. not skirt that issue. <laughs> you uh, want a so, pig, Chris. Yeah, what do you mean I you want re- a pig? Like, I, I would love like a, a pig, um, like a pet pig. They're super cute. They're awesome. They're smart. The only thing is like the, the idea of a teacup pig or it's like a miniature pig, doesn't. it's not a thing. Yeah, right. they just grow. They just keep growing. They sell them... Like, oh yeah, it'll be this cute little dog. And it's like doesn't happen. They get big, but I really want one. And but I don't have like I don't. You could get a small one. Then when it gets big enough, you could just eat it, and then get another oh, small one. No, yeah. no, I don't think I could do that, guys. I want a serious answer. If you owned a pig and you had kept it long enough that it got big enough to eat, would you actually eat the pig? Probably not. No, you I don't think I You're could. Yeah, this man. There's, but pigs are delicious. They are. There's actually a guy in my apartment complex that owns a pig. I actually came out of our gym and I and I like walked out and he just there's a pig, and I asked, "Could I pet your pig?" And he said, "Yeah." And I got to pet a pig. Wait, so he lived in an apartment? Yeah, I don't know if he. I don't know if he had it. Like, I think the pig might have been a secret pig. 
secret pig. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I'm all like, man, I would totally get a pig. You'd have to really get to like your apartment complex to to check it. Yeah. Well, it's and the thing is, it's just I'd worry about it getting so big that it becomes cumbersome. You just you live know, here or, in the studio. Do you think? Do you think there's there's puppies in stage two? There's puppies could, in stage two. Stage five needs an animal. What happened? And I guess if it ever became well, no, because here's the deal: is if I had a pig. And it's like, everyone's like, oh, I can't handle this pig anymore. I need to like put it up for adoption. It would just get slaughtered. Right. Like you could get, you have a dog. Is there, is I don't there think a pig a rescue? Big, yeah. There's no pig rescue because it, that's bacon. Yeah, you know what pigs, I mean? Like, how many pigs in America live to just old age and death? I, not not many. Lo- I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I used to raise pigs actually when I was a kid. I, I was in 4-H and I would raise pigs to like show pigs. And then mm-hmm. sell them. Yeah, and then you auction them off. It's actually how I, I I was able to afford my Sega Genesis as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> how sold, many pigs did you your Sega Genesis cost? <laughs> it was just one, just a big fat one. <laughs> All right, so that, like, that's the exchange rate of I like, pigs. Sega I like Genesis. It. Yeah, one big pig will get you a Sega Genesis, Tasmania, which you should. That's a bad trade. Uh, and then the X Men game. Because really I remember hard. when I because I and an extra controller in high school <laughs> <laughs> when I when I worked I worked at an ice cream place and I would think about like you know how many hours of work would it cost to buy this game right right. But like to think of it in terms of pigs, like how many? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, funny, like video games are actually that's my that's my barometer on whether something is a good deal or not. Like, is, it's worth is how it's much costs yeah. more? Yeah, like more than video games. Yeah, whether it's worth video games or a console. So like, if you know, someone says, "Oh, we should go to this this you know concert or something," it's like two hundred bucks. Like, well, it's basically a PS4. Like, I don't I don't think <laughs> the hours don't line up. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, it's like a it's a value judgment. That's a good, yeah. Um, that's a good way of thinking about yeah. things. I used to do that all the time. Also, like when I was a kid and I had like jobs, you know, when I was, and then it was like it was always like this. I have a goal that I want to hit, so everything boils down to how much does that take away from my goal, or mm-hmm. yeah, you know, what what is the value of it? Mine is like how many hours of enjoyment will this add to my life? Because a video game can give you, you know, twenty to fifty to whatever. Yeah, yeah. I actually like games that are shorter now because like I f- I feel more satisfied with them because I know I can finish them. Yeah, like a game that's like five hours or like. 10 hours at tops like that's great for me because I'm like that's a realistic thing when I know a game's gonna take 50 hours to beat I'm like I'm never gonna find yeah. time to finish it yeah well I stopped doing all the side quests on like RPGs and stuff yeah I, I'm I way less to, I, used to, I used to do I used to be yeah same here yeah. I used to like yeah, when, I play, and, when I played Final Fantasy 15 I intentionally was like I'm gonna try to stick to the story as much as I can I had to do some side quest to like level up and make sure I was level appropriate but it was like I'm, I gotta get through this because I've got so many games to play How, did you beat it already? yeah, yeah. How I think long, it took me did, 38 hours do you like it yeah, it was it was good. I only played. I, I only. Play, I mean, I was at a friend's house and I only played for a couple hours. It was, good. It, was it was it was a fun game. I mean, it's uh, the story kind of falls off the rails and is yeah. a, a little weird, but it's, it's Final Fantasy. Yeah. Man, I want. Yeah, it didn't used to be that way though. Like, it's always I, been kind of that way. Final Fantasy VI, which is one of my favorite oh, games yeah, ever. Yeah. I played it when it was three on the Super Nintendo. That's probably my favorite that of all is, time. Yeah, which oh, is yeah. Is amazing and it has a very simple story with really good characters. And after I think once they started, once they hit seven, once it hit seven, it yeah. went all over the place. And oh, now man. it's known for that. Unfortunately, it's like oh, you're going to get the story that doesn't really. My make favorite a lot of sense. was uh, was ten, where it turns out he's not real. Yeah, you're a ghost that's a memory of your dead father or yeah. something like that. Yeah, <laughs> the nine I feel like was pretty straightforward. That but was, that was like a return to... the more that fantasy like, one. That was like a return yeah. to Even like that classic one I, I style. I had trouble following sometimes. I was like, eh, there's some fantasy stuff happening. Yeah. The series that really kills me is, is Kingdom Hearts. Like, I don't know why that seems like the most straightforward <laughs> mythology that you could do and they made it so insane where you literally have no idea what's going on. I mean, you're like, you're just basically, okay, yeah, this is 
can I just get to like Nightmare Before Christmas now? I don't I don't <laughs> care about this dimensional crap. Um, yeah. yeah, it's weird how convoluted storytelling in video games can become. Yeah, it's like it, I, I don't understand why why that's the case. But you, there's definitely a lot of games where that isn't the case. Sure, I think you know, like right now I'm playing through uh, Gears of War four, and it's definitely like it actually so far. I'm not done yet. Makes sense. It's like okay, I understand why we're doing this. I understand why we're doing this. I understand why we have to go there. So I'm hoping that I can at least get through it. And but is it, it good? All. I only played one and two, and the story was I think not four, the best. I mean, it's 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 in the Gears of War universe. Yeah. So it's you know very the same. I think Gears of War one was extra weird because if you played, they eventually came out with like a revised, updated edition. Yeah. But if you played the original launch version of Gears of War one, there were huge sections of the game cut out, and even by the time you reach the end of the game. Like late in Gears of War One, there's a scene where they're like, "Oh, we have to go stop, you know, General uh, what Ram on the train. Yeah, he's got the bomb. You know, and you're like, what bomb? It's like the first <laughs> time they mentioned it at all. It's like they came out of nowhere. It's like, what? Oh, we're chasing a bomb? Like because all the other stuff talk explain the bomb. Like, oh, that was all cut. They didn't have time to finish that. Yeah. And then when they released the updated, like remastered version, <laughs> they put all of that stuff back in. When it comes to games, where does story lie in like priorities for you for the be able to enjoy the game? I'm like, pretty. I, I like a good story. I really. That's I what want. keeps me playing a game. I, I skip through every line of dollar. No. I will skip through everything. I don't care. Um, and for the most part, a lot of these games, you can just get the story even by skipping through. Like you don't need the, like, especially these really long games, like, like just finishing Skyrim or even like Fallout, Fallout 4. Like I liked Fallout 4's story. I skipped a ton of dialogue, still understood the entire story. Mm. I think the last game that I didn't skip the dialogue was probably like Bioshock Infinite. And I love that story. Mm. And I thought that... Yep. What? I'm in, I'm in your boat. Yeah, I, I yep. was not a fan of, I, of Infinite. I thought half, it was, it was half of a really great game. Yes, I'll agree with that. Yeah. You make me sad. The I'm first, sad. the first half is excellent. And then there's a point that turns I where you're just it. like, I don't, again, it goes into nonsensical storytelling. Yeah, it's like, oh, like, like we have to have a twist. Right. That people aren't expecting. What's the twist going to be? Oh, just something really dumb. Yeah. It felt like Matrix Reloaded. It yeah. felt like the, again, expansion of mythology that's taken the wrong direction. I it's like just Matrix like, Reloaded. Ugh. Oh, I'll have another unpopular opinion. Okay. I kind of feel the same way about Old Boy. I yeah. Seen it. It's like I, I was like everyone raves about it, about how great it is. I'm like, yeah, it was, yeah. Like it was okay, and then it just kind of falls off the rails. A, it's, I mean, it's a really well made movie. Yes. Which, if you haven't seen his new movie, The Handmaiden, you should because it's the best movie of last I've not year. Seen it yet. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's it's I made my. You mom probably watch can't it. find it anywhere. You probably can't watch it anywhere. It's such a limited release. It was out. Well, yeah, it's out of theaters by now. But yeah. I made my mom watch it over Christmas break. You watched it with your mom. Yeah. It's if you don't know, I assume most people haven't seen it. It's this like the most it has just insanely explicit sex and yep. and more. It's almost like the way they talk about sex. Oh, this movie. Yeah, more. I remember this. Yeah, it's so good. Like it's unbelievably good. It's, 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 it's playing today at the Ritz. You think? I, there you go. You should go today. To what time? Nine thirty p.m. You should go. It's it's yeah. incredible. It's I went it's in. Such I went in. Basically, damn, it's a long movie. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good. Well, it's because it has like a few parts to it, but um, oh, it has a few parts. But it, uh, yeah, it's got a few parts. A few parts <laughs> it's good though. Is it's that good. A movie term? <laughs> good. Yeah, I have a movie podcast. I uh, <laughs> have, you, have you seen uh, Train to Busan? No, I heard it's awesome. That's Pretty the, good. The zombie one. Yeah, I think it's yeah. it's maybe a little overhyped. Okay. Uh, but it's it's good. Yeah, it's a solid zombie movie. I'm always a little weary of 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 uh, like genre films that get hyped because mm-hmm. I feel like I get burned on yeah, those more yeah. than I get don't, burned on don't, I mean else. don't I feel like it's got way too much hype. I think it's got like a 97% okay. on Rotten Tomatoes or something yeah it's a it's a good movie okay it's, it's not that's how I felt about like Attack the Block and uh what was wrong with Attack the Block it's f- 
it's fine. It's not amazing. I, I I agree. I thought it got overhyped. It's fun. I think Whatever the core I... story is is cool, like the alien mythology mm-hmm. and that that tethers it. And I think the movie that kind of centers around it is not particularly interesting or exciting. What does that mean? You said the story in it is good, but the every... story, the core the story. Idea, he's saying the mythology, the idea. The alien mythology the in the movie is cool. Okay, but the actual what actually happens in the movie isn't particularly like okay. fun. I liked it. It was fun. I enjoyed it, but I, I thought it was overhyped. I thought it was yeah. like, oh, this was okay. I felt the same way about The Raid. The movie was, I was bored. Really? Yeah. I thought the, again, great premise. It was like when I heard the premise, oh, a guy's going to fight his way through 30 stories of bad guys. Like, that sounds really cool. And they did a, there's a better version of that in Dread. Um, but yeah, The Raid. Yeah. There's a, did you just say Dread is a better version of The Raid? Yeah. It's okay. the same same exact premise, <laughs> but Dread is you didn't like Dread? It's really good. I like Dread, not the Stallone Dread, um, which I watched the other day on on HBO Go. I thought Dread was way more absurd. I thought Dread knew what it was. Okay, tonally, I don't know. Anyways, I, people, like I, I never saw Dread, but I hear people who did watch it. Most people, most people I heard defend it. It's Love good. Their it's slow-mo. really good. Love their slow mo in that. Talk to Gavin about it. Yeah, they yeah. love it. They yeah, I looked it up. Train to Busan's 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's not, no? It's okay. Handmaid's what was your favorite like movie of 2016, Gus? Uh, favorite movie of 2016? I might have an unpopular opinion here. When Never happened. 2016? Uh, it barely qualifies, but I saw... No, no I don't know. I think about it. You have to think about I'll it? I think about it. Let me look. I gotta see what movies came out because I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that I'm gonna I have, forget. I have at one. least a few in my head that I could tell you my favorites. What? Uh, I, Arrival's pretty hard up, fire up there. Yeah. Arrival was good. I would say it's somewhere between Arrival, La La Land, and maybe even Handmaiden. Yeah, I haven't seen Handmaiden. I feel like uh, probably uh, I like Arrival more than La La Land, but I d- definitely feel like out of all the movies, La La Land is the one I've sang the most. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, then, we're not. We're not it's a musical. <laughs> we haven't sung any of the songs from Arrival yeah. yet. So. <laughs> Yeah, you mean the drones? <laughs> I thought, yeah, I I enjoyed Arrival. I wasn't as hyped on it as everyone else was. I thought it, ha- it has an amazing, without spoiling it, it has an amazing twist. And then after that twist, it doesn't know what to do with itself. There was a great, um, they, you know, they, 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 they these movies, they put out like VFX reels and show you like these mm-hmm. people show off the VFX. I watched the VFX reel of Arrival and all it taught me was that I think in Arrival, they couldn't afford any vehicles. <laughs> Like almost yeah. every vehicle, like even like not even just like far away, like even just like every like trucks, just like nah, just put it in digitally. It was like every fucking vehicle, not just the helicopters or the or the mm. spaceship. So I'm, I, I thought Civil War was good. That's kind of a big blockbuster movie. Uh, I, I, oh, oh 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 shit! Oh shit! Was that this year? Oh yeah, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Easy. Yeah, Easy. that's that in my good. top ten good. of the year. Yeah 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 yeah. That's that, that was that, a, that would be my pick. That was I think that's a great example of. I don't know. I, I I mean, I still collect 10 Cloverfield Lane to the Cloverfield verse. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great way of like, we have this this world we created. Let's make another story from it. But we don't need to just do the same thing over again. Right. Yeah. And, and you've heard that supposedly the next Cloverfield movie is coming out later this year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like well, the, that's what he said when he came, when JJ made the first one and people were like, and obviously they asked like, what's the sequel going to be? And he said, and this is forever ago, he was like, I think we could tell other perspectives mm-hmm. of the world going through that, going through different stages of that, that whole problem. Yeah. Um, Bad Robot had a movie on the slate for later this year called God Particle mm-hmm. that got removed from the slate. And now it's like, there's a question mark as to if it got removed because there's going to be a Cloverfield, if it's getting, if that was the secret code name for the new Cloverfield oh, yeah. movie. Yeah. 
Did, ten, did 10 Cloverfield Lane have a secret name? Yeah, the, yeah the, it was uh, Valencia, I think. Yeah. We need more secret names. We do. We do, Chris. I so agree with you. What would your secret name be? No, no, not me, not me no, personally. No, I want to know what your secret name. If you want a secret name that when we reference you in conversation, people know what we're talking about, what is Chris's secret name? Big virtual dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was BVD. Thinking, I was thinking, or bloody, or um, bloody, bloody. Or, okay. Or I feel so like from it, now I feel on like internet, I wouldn't if mind you ever like want to reference Chris in anything. I wouldn't mind a captain. Captain, captain bloody. bloody. Captain Bloody. <laughs> That's not a bad one. Captain. Bloody. I'm just talking about like project wise. We don't have secret names for. Why didn't you have a secret name for Eleven Little Roosters? Because uh, everyone knew it was coming. It was announced yeah. like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, no. we we use some sometimes. Some. When. I, I can't say. Can you say what production had a secret name? Uh, they have. I feel like we have productions that have different temp names. You and I are working on something. You should just come with a temp name for it right now. Temp um, name is not is not whatever. is not a secret name. Temp name okay. is a secret okay. Name. Tell people about our secret project. Uh, our this secret is true. project. Uh, um, You're gonna get in trouble. No, no, no. It's it's it's. Are you making up a name now? Yes, I am. That's it's not do, real. It's Doctor um, Doctor Bar and the Dr. Dentist Venture. Doctor what? Doctor Bar the Dentist Adventure. You still didn't say it. What? That's a secret project. Doctor Bar the Dentist Adventure. Bar okay. the Dentist. Doctor Bar. Name is Doctor Bar the Dentist Adventure. Okay. Sub- we don't need any more secret. That's names. my secret name. A bad idea. For the secret project that me and Josh are working on. Doctor Bar idea. the Dentist Adventure. I'll tell you more coming about soon. Dentist later this year. That's Worst of 2016, guys. <laughs> oh, oh! I saw two terrible movies uh, on one flight. I watched. Two of the worst movies of 2016 back to back. Yeah. They're not my pick. They're up there. But they're bad. They're bad. I watched Ghostbusters yep. and Batman oh. versus Superman back to back on a flight. And Jesus. I was like, I'm ready for anything. And then I watched Suicide Squad. And I was not prepared. Suicide Squad. Broke them you all, watched all the bad all three of those. No, no, Suicide Squad I watched later. Like, okay. like yeah. the I was about to say it's like but you thought the bar had been set. I thought yeah, I was like, I, I've okay. I've experienced the low. And no, yeah. Suicide Squad blew them all out of the water. Yeah. Like like Batman versus Superman, at least I was like, I think there was a good movie in there. There was like a core of a good movie uh, that got fucked up. Uh, Suicide Squad, I couldn't find Honestly, at all. the Ultimate Edition, the Extended, doesn't fix the movie in its entirety. And it's still, for the most part, a bad movie. But it fixes a lot of the questions you have that you feel like you're missing out on information. And actually gives a plot line to everything that Luther does. It actually fixes a lot of the the story problems of the movie but by doing so it makes it a three-hour movie and it's long and it's got bad pacing so it doesn't yeah. really fix it but it's like oh so they had a story there it just was a three-hour plus yeah, and movie. I, I would also get annoyed anytime wonder woman showed up they played the same music yeah. cue every time it's like i get it it's wonder woman <laughs> you don't like you don't like musical cues like it was, it was like over the cue. top it was like in your face it was like those drums i don't yeah. remember how it went it was like, it was like well, I, I got, yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah. No, i got it you could you could have you could have cut the volume on that by head, just drag the slider down. Yeah. We're good. They play the same notes over and over again throughout the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. It is that anthem throughout all three films over and over again. Oh, no, listen, there, actually, no, there's Lord, a lot Lord of Lord of the Rings has and themes the, has like 30 or 40 individual no, characters it's that themes. one theme that no. they would sing over it. and over again sing it so what you what you might be thinking of is like they might have the same traveling music cuz what i was going to say was i always had yeah, that I'm not pro- saying there's not any other music but they literally use that same Theme. I had that problem oh, with no. Lost because any time on Lost that they were going to like set out somewhere, it's like, oh, here we go. It's the travel music. Here comes the montage walking across the island. You want to hear yeah. something crazy I heard recently about a movie coming out? Uh, so Shyamalan has a film coming out. Right. Split. Okay, right, and, right. And we all don't like Shyamalan because Shyamalan makes bad movies now. 
I actually heard from someone that I actually put as a credible source that Split's actually supposed to be good. Hmm. Did anyone see the visit? I heard the visit was good, but I it was seen. okay. Yeah. I feel I do feel like it's possible for him to make a good movie. Again. Yeah, I'm, like, I agree. That's why I've gone and seen every fucking movie he's made because I'm like, maybe we'll get Unbreakable Shyamalan back. Yeah, like, I, I, I showed Unbreakable to my wife a couple of months ago. Like, I didn't really give her any setup for it. I was like, yeah, let's watch this movie. Started watching it, and she's kind of like half paying attention. Then it like it like starts engrossing her and grabbing her more and more. Then like, you know, once you start getting to like some of the reveals in that movie, she's like. Is this a superhero movie? I <laughs> 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 thought she she really enjoyed that reveal, like the way that it built up, like it told misdirect the whole and time. She just saw it recently and hadn't never seen it. Before. Yeah, never seen That's it. That's funny. Never heard of it. It was it was, it, it was good to. And did you to tell her that with someone? She didn't know it was Shyamalan. No. Did you? What did she think when you told her? Oh, well, she's not like really big into okay. into film and directors and stuff. Uh, she probably would reconize the name, but she probably wouldn't be like she would know the sixth sense. And yeah, That's yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, so it, I thought Unbreakable was good. Uh, I thought Sixth Sense and Unbreakable were both really good, and then it's like kind of falling off the rails. No, I, I like science. I too. hated science. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hated science. Science, so I think, much. was the beginning well, of the division the, of. The, yeah, Shyamalan the other one people. was uh, was it the village? The village. Oh, I like the village too. I think people were mostly on board for science. It was still a hit. It still did it, well. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, that wasn't bad. I enjoyed. I think the village that. is the is the dividing point because that's again that's like it's like Bioshock Infinite. It's like there's half of a great movie yeah. in the village, and then it just goes off the rails, and you're like, oh man. I love the music in the village. It's got a great soundtrack. I don't know. I only ever saw it once in the theater, and I never watched it again. Um, I angrily walked out. I've always thought about if, if given the opportunity, would I take it? If, uh, if you could like have a movie erase your memory and get to watch it again from mm. scratch, would you? And what would it be? And I've always like thought like if you get the opportunity, that's kind of a bad thing because then you're just going to rewatch old stuff instead of getting to explore new experiences. Yeah. It might be something I, like something like Usual Suspects. Really? Yeah. So you see that twist again? Yeah. That was a, that was such, such a cool experience. It's a weird thing to think about, like people not finishing things and like being a fin- like. So it's like you don't you see a bad movie? Do you ever walk? You know, not finish the movie, walk out of the theater type thing. I've never you walked out I've of never, the theater. I, I I have, but it was for like the Bewitched remake. Yeah, yeah. So I walked out yeah. of the other guys. Really? The other guy? Okay. Yeah, but it was very 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 specific reason. We had a newborn. It was my birthday, and we had. And when you have a kid, you don't go anywhere. You don't do anything. So, given any opportunity to ever go out, it's like, it's like, the, yeah, it's you know, special. It's, it's very special. special. It was my birthday, and and my favorite thing to do in all the world is go see movies. So we we bought a double feature, and I can't remember what we saw before the other guys. It was a good movie. And then we got another other guys, and I was not enjoying myself. And I was like, "This is a waste of our time and money. Let's get out of here and go do something else." And so we left, and I never—I think I did finish it later, so like maybe a couple of years yeah. later. But yeah, I left out of the other guys. Mm. Yeah, like uh, when I watched Rogue One the other day, um, when we were done, um, Esther was like, "Yeah," she was like, "I thought it was okay." She said, "At first, she's like, that was she said, I didn't like it at all." The first half it has of a really the, bad the first, first, act. first act is yeah. really bad. And she said, she said it was the kind of movie where if I had walked out because it was so bad and boring, I wouldn't have realized, oh, it all comes together and it's kind of okay at the end. Yeah. So it's like you're like playing to your point. Like you could potentially walk out of something that you think is going to be awful that in the end is, is either really good or kind of comes together. I wonder if there's a, yeah, like relationships or like sex or things that people have walked out of that were like just like Rogue One. You just yeah. stop mid sex. Like, <laughs> no, 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 I'm walking out. I'm not in. But if you, yeah, not, if you stay yeah, till the end, the end first you act is in, it all was really, okay. <laughs> yeah. But the climax of this is going to be great. 
I don't think that works that way, Chris. <laughs> it'd be it'd be more awkward, certainly, to yes, walk out. Yes, it would be. It would be awkward to stop mid-sex and leave. Let's <laughs> say, like, I'm yeah. not feeling it. There's, I'm not a, there's really... a better use of my time tonight. Yeah, I, I've like, I've <laughs> I've got a baby, but I, I'm I really should be enjoying this time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that. That is like uh, in the realm. Of, I think what probably was like the most offensive things you could do. Like even no, don't even go that far of sex. Like even just mid-making out, stop and leave without saying anything. Yeah, be like, uh, nah, just say nah, nah, <laughs> go. I'm done. Yeah. Like that's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. All right. Speaking of terrible and rough, it's time to wrap up. Okay. <laughs> so, well, thank you everybody for watching. We'll be back again live next week on the twenty third. Uh, for uh, go check out Eleven Little Roosters if you haven't seen it yet, and see if you can figure good. out the puzzle. It's like a video game. Yes, it's a video game. game. All right. Thanks for watching. Bye. <laughs>